Oh, hey there, everyone. This is, uh, oh, this is Steve, right? From the spotlight, from Steve's spotlight. Uh, we're going to be doing, we're going to be having a spotlight here in a second on someone getting, getting some fresh, fresh spotlight, fresh, freshly lit spotlight. Oh, here we go. Hey there, Sandy. Uh, you need to turn on your microphone in, in the chat. There's like a microphone button at the top right, so you might have to click on that in order to talk. Can you hear me? As you can probably tell, I haven't been on news there much. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> Now, how yeah, do I, I can see you? you? Oh, you can't see me. This is entirely audio only. Oh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it is a little bit different, I guess, from like doing Zoom. Um, it's interesting because you don't, yeah, there's no, you don't have to do anything physical, really. You can oh, if I, you want to. I love it. I could have came and uh, been all, uh, I could have not had clothes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, I suppose that's an option. <laughs> I, I probably should not have said that. <laughs> Put that image in your head. <laughs> oh, it's all right. So you're you're from the Star Wars team that we had. Uh, yes. So some people listen to this. So yeah, people know that. Um, so that's how we know each other. So we were, we've been improvising for like, I, I don't know, we, we improvised for a few months at, uh, at least, right? We improvised for a few months, yes. And we were yeah. called Kessel Run. Yes. Yeah, that's I right. Missed, I missed that, actually. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah, it was fun. I was having fun doing it. Um, let, let's see. So usually what I just, um, what we kind of do here is I like, uh, we'll talk for like 25 minutes and we'll just chat. And then we'll do like 35 minutes of like a scene. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so my first question is always, um, you know, what are you, what are you trying to do like in a scene? What is, what's on your mind? What's like the, you know, just in general, what are you trying to do? I really do like to make my partner look good. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's important that when you, when there's just two of you on stage that you get a real feel for how your partner came on stage or how they came into the zoom box at, at this point, I guess is more, more what's yeah. happening. Although again, I guess some people are going back to live and mm -hmm. just uh, before you even speak, just see what they're, what they might be giving you and what you might be giving them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, one of the ways I think about that is, I mean, if, if thinking about it with a, with a stage is, you, I mean, your two bodies are the only thing that the people are looking at on the stage. And so you're like, yeah. you definitely want to take a look at what they're doing and like, yeah. And if you can draw from that at all is you should be doing that. Right. Yes. I think it's really important because there's, uh, I try not to come out with an idea. Uh, really? Or too much. Well, t I try to come out with that too much of an idea. I mean, 
Okay, if I guess maybe if I'm starting the show, I guess if I'm, if I'm coming out after other scenes have gone on, yeah. I'll have some kind of a thing in my head about what has happened before that, of course, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're doing like a longer, if you're coming out after some other scene, you should try to draw sort of from what you had just saw. I love what they call callbacks. Yeah. So yes, that's exactly what you're saying is a callback. So you you're you're bringing back either a character maybe that you've played before if you've been out, or an idea particularly is a great callback for um, yeah. if someone has gone into some you know some uh, details about, and then you bring it back with your new uh, the new person with you on stage. Yeah, I think it's interesting i like well i what i want to ask about is that like the how much like at the that you think you 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 should bring at the top of a scene because sometimes i feel like i could be kind of like basically saying what the premise is oh yeah i like that yes i think that's a good idea know what the premise is but be prepared to um yeah let any idea that you might have go uh, yeah. and just go with, with what just happened. You know, maybe your partner gives the first line. I mean, I remember coming out one time and I was uh, clearly said a line as a little boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and my partner made me into their grandmother. Hmm. <laughs> so I insta- instantaneously became a grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, any yeah anything you do, it's yeah it's interesting because like there's a little bit of of course with you know whoever kind of defines something first like that of course gets like precedence you know always but sometimes it's just like who's very the most clear about it because yeah I mean if you're you yeah I mean you you may think you've done something and it's pretty clear that this is who you are and then it's interpreted a completely different way. Yes, exactly. Yes, it's always fun to make that uh, hopefully almost instantaneous shift yeah. in your head, and then you know, uh, you know, as that as that example was, I was not. Uh, oh, hold on, I was not a grandmother. I mean, I was not a little boy anymore. I was a grandmother. Hold yeah. on. So. Okay. No worries. A little party going on in the background there. Oh, I have my little doggy in the kitchen with the gate up, and she's not going for it. So now she's sitting on my lap, so she won't be crying. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult being left alone. That's um. Do you ever do you ever do this when you're like in a scene, like your partner's clearly going for one thing, and you know what they're going for? But you just kind of make it something that's different anyway, just to, I don't, almost, I don't I, know if to mess, mess with them. But. <laughs> I, I probably have, yes. Um, I try, I think, though, not to, just because uh, it's, uh, I guess it's so uh, hammered into me to not argue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, such a such a big thing um, when you're first starting out in improv. Although yeah. 
uh, at this point, you know, having been doing for quite a number of years, I will definitely say no to something my partner offers. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, you know, no, that's not like I was, I, I can give you another example. I was sure. doing a, a one-on-one with a, a person from the sudden knot and we were a married couple and he wanted to uh, sell our, sell our art that we had been creating together. Uh-huh. And I wanted, uh, I wanted our art to stay just art <laughs> with mm-hmm. no, monet- <laughs> with no yeah. monetary value. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, in that scene, I was just, we, so we talked, and it was great because it turned into a really good scene. And he yeah. thanked me later for saying no to him. He said, you know, it's yeah. such a concept that's not used that often. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think the two characters can disagree. And, y- you know, if that's what you want to do, like, fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the disagreement thing, I think, is like, if, if, you know, if you were to say, no, we're not married, and there's no art, like, that's, that's like denying the scene, like, but saying no to, yes, I am your, your wife. And yes, we have art, but no, I don't think we should do that. Like, I think that's fair thing to do. Oh yeah, I thought it was fun. It took it in a whole other direction. Yeah. I mean, it, it actually, it actually heightened it. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about a little bit. I, I don't know if I can think of a good example, but it's kind of like I I know what they're going for, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? This is uh, I can't, I, man. It's not helpful if I can't think of a good example. Like, uh, it's almost like reinterpreting kind of what they did or said. Um, yeah, Addy. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd like an example, but I'm looking at it like you're saying, putting a twist on it that's really kind of enhancing the scene because your your partner then has to take that in and decide, oh, okay, now which way do I want to go with this? It's it's like um, an emotional term that I really enjoy. Yeah. I Okay, here's a bad example, but it's the first thing I could think of. So it's like, it's like okay, let's say you get a suggestion of like a dentist, right? Okay. And your partner's first line is, well, we're going to have to take that root out. And then you're like, yeah, we're going to have to remove that tree. So, you know, like, you know, they're talking about like getting a root canal, but then you're like, you just completely change it because what they said was a little bit ambiguous. So I'm going to, I, and I know which, what way they're going, but I'm just going to change it just for the hell of it. Um, if I can yeah. reinterpret what they said. Yeah, that's kind of, that's really kind of a fun twist because, um, yeah, roots, uh, roots uh, mean different <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. Or saying something along the lines of, uh, you know, your family tree, which is also your roots. Yeah, yeah. An award-winning miniseries starring <laughs> LeVar Burton as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to remove that root. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we got to – LeVar Burton's going to be upset. you got to cancel his television show. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Cause I think, I think that's a little bit, it's a little, I think, yeah, you got to do that with like a, 
at least an improviser you kind of trust a little bit because you've totally if you're if you're kind of rearranging what they said it is a little bit of a messing with them kind of move yes um it's really fun to play with people on stage that yeah. you trust that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah there are um, some people yeah. that uh, uh that actually uh, do not go to they get to a point where they just don't go to jams anymore just because they, um, you know, they want to have that trust level. So they don't go yeah. to jams where they're going to meet people that aren't, they're on stage with it, where they don't have that trust level. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to in person. I've been to like one or two since like the pandemic thing or whatever. And I forget that like it's, it's different because I think I, with people I'm, I'm improvising online with, I know them a little bit better. But yeah, like, yeah, an in-person jam is like, well, what do you think? What do you think is the, is, do, you, do you think there's a different strategy with a, with a jam and with com people you completely don't know? Oh, yeah. I think that uh, when you're, when you go to that jam, you're, you're opening yourself for anything and everything that might happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it can be exciting or it can be kind of disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I've been disappointed going to, j I think jams are like a lot more aggressive than just, yeah. Just pe if you know, pe if you know the person. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. See the jam, uh, jams are a lot more aggressive and they're also a lot, uh, they're more gamey. They're more yeah. fast paced. Yeah. And I'm not as comfortable with that anymore. Um, I it's not like I don't feel like I can keep up because I do, but I'm not quite sure if, what, if anything, I'm learning when I'm doing that kind oh. of yeah, that yeah. kind of improv. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're learning out, yeah, if like learning anything from that is just like. <sighs> just to be aggressive, right? Like that's what you're, you're like, you've, you've got to like get in there and say something. And it's probably, probably gotta be pretty pointed, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's gonna, it's and gonna, it's gonna, gonna be a lot, yeah. uh, a lot more quicker scenes. You're gonna, yeah. you know, there's a lot more editing. I, I would yeah. think it's going to happen a lot quicker, which is, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's just that the you don't um, get to flesh stuff out, which is yeah. kind of more what I like now. Yeah, I mean, not kind of more like what I like, definitely more what I like to do now. Yeah, because I think you can, yeah, because this is why I kind of have like this thing, this spotlight where I just improvise with one person because I was like, even – you know, even with like a, a group of people, you know, and there's a few people that, you know, it's still like with just two people, it's just, it's, it, I mean, you're, you have a lot more like, I don't want to be like, I want to control scenes, but you do have like a lot more, you have a lot more let's say, responsibility over like what's going on and you kind of get in there and you're kind of only, you're working with one person. It's just, it's just, yeah, I, I, I kind of like doing that. Yes, I do too. Although uh, having a, a a duo's partner has always 
frightened me a bit. I mean, with what you're doing here is you're meeting different people all the time, which is yeah. kind of thrilling to me. But um, yeah, I've never really hooked up with a duo's partner. I mean, I may try it sometime, but um, mm. it's uh, yeah, I'm I, I am on a couple teams, and uh, I also was able to put a, a team together by myself, which I had been trying to do for years in the Bay Area and never really worked here, but I was able to hook up with uh, f- uh, four other women, really close in age we all are. So we're uh-huh. what I call a, vin- a vintage trope. And um, yeah, it's been really nice yeah. because two of them are on the East Coast, uh, one's in in uh Southern California and then once in Oregon and we've never uh-huh. we've never met in person yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's been really fun. We're learning yeah. a lot a lot about each other, which is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably that's something yeah. I'd want to put a like that's something I haven't done myself. Like yeah, putting a team together. It does seem like there's some like improv sort of goals or things to to try to achieve and yeah creating a team would be one of them that I would in make or say yeah it was it was I actually got to choose who I wanted to perform with so that yeah. was uh, kind of a a nice little control issue although <laughs> um uh one of the women that I originally chose uh, decided to move on, and then I uh, just actually asked another woman about a month ago to join us because I felt like we, I still like that number five. <laughs> yeah. Five is good. So I think, yeah, I think six is like kind of pushing, p- pushing it. But yeah, five. Anywhere, anywhere that six and below, I'm cool with. Um, that's what the problem with jams. Sometimes you got like twelve people up there. Any, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, usually oh, at least twelve. Yeah. At least twelve, maybe quite a few more. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's going to be edited so soon because who's going to? Mm-hmm. Everyone's sitting there being like, "I got to be more aggressive," and like, uh, like "Okay." Um, Let's see. So you said the the first thing you said was you you make your partner look good. Uh, what kind of things do you do to to do that? I very often don't say the first line, uh, hmm. and part of that reasoning is like I think I have a saying that I like to come out with not a big idea in my head, and so yeah. if I don't give that first line, then I'm essentially shifting that, that <laughs> piece of power to another person. I, I don't look at it like I'm putting uh, yeah. pressure on anyone because if we both walked out, we both probably had a, a bit of an idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's nice for me to go in their direction because I didn't know what it was. And so that allows me to be, and also it allows me to be, looking and thinking about what they're doing, what they haven't said yet, you know, the way they walked on stage or the, um, yeah, a lot of different yeah. things. 
kind of processing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think the saying the first line because yeah, a lot of times I'm like, well, uh, like I want to be able, like I want to, yeah, because because you do have the, I do have that impulse. Like I'm like, well, I want to say something and get this thing started and whatnot, but. Uh, yeah. And so then if I think if I'm waiting, it's like, well, why am I waiting? Am I concerned about what I'm going to say or whatever? I don't know. I always yeah. have that kind of feeling. Yeah, I would think probably a, a lot of people do. I don't think I do as much. Yeah. Uh, actually, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I have definitely walked out and particularly when I'm wanting or thinking about a callback, then I hmm. usually will make that first line. And that lets uh, my partner know that, you know, hey, I'm um, going back down memory lane. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's bring it up again or yeah. let's, let's put a different twist on it, yeah. which is even more preferable. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'm just thinking out loud. It's a, like, it seems like maybe it's like a good idea. Cause I think you should give that person like a little bit of time. But at the same time, be like ready to just be like, okay, here it is. You know, like, like maybe I should count or something. Like, oh, I'll give them a few <laughs> seconds. Yes. <laughs> but then there's the, that that real beauty that I that I've encountered not a whole lot of time, but that you just are silent for a bit at the top of the yeah. scene, and that's just like, okay, this is going to be very interesting here. <laughs> yeah. You just do some space work and. <laughs> You can do some space where you can do a well, particularly on Zoom, you can do a lot of things with your with your face. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, you can get closer. Yeah, working with the camera to try to do. I think I do like maybe I'll say like sixty percent of the time. I think I remember to do some space work or something on Zoom. I know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's probably to me the most difficult part of the whole of the whole improv thing is yeah. doing space work and doing uh, doing it well and accurately. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when I'm I do talk on you know, in video conferencing for my job, and it's like. I don't need to do space work when I'm doing that. You know, I don't need to be doing anything. So it's like, well, I need to be talking maybe, but so there's not, you know, it's definitely something you gotta, I gotta think about it to, to do because it's, you know, I'm not developing that habit all the time when I'm kind of in that frame of mind. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, if you're doing it for your, for your job, then it is all about <clears throat> what do I have to, Say and what do I have? How long do I have to listen <laughs> before yeah. I can say something? <laughs> well, that's meet. That's meeting at a kit when it's like, it's like, oh, someone's talking too much. Or if the thing, because sometimes the thing, like this is this is talking about straight up my the, my job, but like, do, is the thing that I have to say to add like worth saying, or do I just want this meeting to be over? It's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, that that would be pretty. I think we've been on here long enough, and even though I thought I had an important idea, eh, it can wait. <laughs> I just don't want to debate it or talk about it, or else it's yeah. well, or else I'm just finding problems with things. I'm like, well, this might not work because this is like whatever. I don't care. 
<laughs> I don't care anymore. I'm going to go back to working on my own things. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think any of my work, no one at my work knows that I do this, but that's okay. Uh, what else? Oh, man, I thought, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this was this is what I was thinking. The, I was um, thinking today, like, have you noticed this on stage? There was always seemed to be a lot of bowling alley scenes where people were at are in a bowling alley and they're bowling. But online, I don't think I've heard or seen a single bowling alley scene. Oh my God, that's hysterical! Because I just did a performance um, two nights ago. I don't think it was last night where and it was a musical improv performance and we uh -huh. were given the suggestion to be bowlers. <laughs> oh, were you online? Yes. Oh, okay. So ah. we, we all said we all sang bowling songs. <laughs> ah. Right. That that wonderful genre of music, bowling songs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the last one. So there were four of us, and I, I believe, if I remember right, it was the doo-wop portion of the uh, of the performance. So mm. we actually studied with uh, Rick and Laura Hall from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, Laura Hall, and had, right. a, yeah. had a couple of uh, cool classes. Yes, had a couple classes, and then we oh. um, had we each, uh, there were four troops, and we each had a, a uh, a half hour show uh -huh. so kind of back to back to back and cool. this was the yeah it was really fun this was the third uh gamey you know gamey thing that we we played of our set so we actually had four four pre-setup uh ways we were going to play right and, then, uh -huh. and as i said this was the doo-wop portion so <laughs> It's, it's great because that's one of my favorite uh, ways to sing. So the interesting thing about being last on it is that the last person of those four really has to tie together the other three songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's like, uh, sometimes that's a challenge just doing that in a scene, let alone having to like sing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I mean, I really love I love musical improv because I was in a band when I was younger, and so I, you know I have sang on stage. But uh, yeah, the challenge definitely is to listen enough. And with me, it was to try to bring back in elements of the other three people's songs. Yeah. Oh, you were the last one. Yes. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so you, yeah, you had that challenge. <laughs> yeah. So does I don't think I've seen. I don't think Laura, as far as I know, Laura Hall speak on a sh episode of Whose Line that, that I've seen. So does she she straight up teaches the musical. Like, is she an improviser? Yes. Well, oh. she's. I don't. I don't. Um. It's oh, hard to answer. I guess she would be called that i mean it's her and her husband and i'm not quite sure what he what he has done I, it sounded when they were talking a little about themselves it sounded like he had 
been in some plays and maybe in some musical plays because they gave us a lot of examples when they were teaching us the different uh, different things that we were going to be doing uh, in the show. And, um, yeah, they both would sing at that point to, to, uh, to show us what kind of music particularly she was going to be playing um, and also uh, – when to cut off, you know, when, when the, when the music was going to come back around that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, it got, it was, it was uh, pretty complicated in some ways. (laughs) Yeah. That's something to do at some, that's another one of those improv goals, like would be to do musical improv, which, you know, the only extent I've done that is kind of like, you know, maybe like warm ups or some exercises are like musical related, but not like having a show of that. Yeah, there are several uh, fun people out there doing it right now. Velvet Duke is one of them. Uh, Laura and her husband, I do believe, have have different uh different classes. I know I got on her newsletter due to, you know, being involved in this course. So I would probably consider taking her again if, if uh, something came up that I felt like I wanted to enroll in. Um, there's there's a, uh, a jam that I got involved with early. I haven't done it now in a while, but it's a, a guy named Faustino, and they do a regular believe it's every Sunday night and they have enough people where they do four teams. So you either, excuse me, you either pick, and he's on the keyboards, you either pick uh, two non-musical teams to be on or you pick two musical teams to be on. So every, every week now they have, they actually have a part of their jam is uh, music improv. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. I'm a, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably figure that out at some point. Yeah. When I yes. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you definitely. can definitely uh, text me if you want a, uh, more information because there's uh, I've been to enough of them that I could drop you some names for sure. Yeah. Cool. Hey, um, I I do just want to let you know that uh, you know I'm looking at the the newsletter you you put out, you know, this week, I think you, you really, you really kind of, uh, you know, you've, you've outdone yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just decided that it was time for me to sit down and write about some of the things I know and mm-hmm. um, that I want to get out there. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I know. I I didn't know that your your kind of your knowledge of just like bowling was as as deep it is. It's like almost kind of you really came at it at like from a, like a philosophical angle. Yeah, that was fun. It was. I uh, decided that each time you release that ball, it's yeah. like releasing your your inhibitions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And we got, we, we, yeah. And in this society, we got too, we got too much of that kind of build up. We're all, we're all always hanging on to our balls, you know, metaphorically. 
And sometimes we just got to release them, you know, at some pins. <laughs> just, yeah, just figure out if if there's a, a prayer that you can even knock down one pin and mm. get it out of your way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's how it is in life. Sometimes you just need to just knock down, you know, you knock down any pins. Or even, you know, you, like you said, you know, even if you got a gutter ball, hey, at least you're trying. At least you're trying, yes. I, li- I like that analogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you, I, if you knock down one, that's one less stressor that you have in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. God forbid that you get a strike. Then it, it's yeah. like, where do you go from there? You don't have any stress left in your life then. No. <laughs> No, not until, not until, you know, like you said in the newsletter, not until inevitably the pin machine collects all those pins and sets them back up again. Oh boy, that always happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, yeah, it happens in, in bowling and in life. Yeah, those pins just get reset a lot quicker than you would like them to sometimes. Yeah. I also got to say, I really like this, you know, the cartoon you included in in the newsletter, I thought was, I mean, that really, really hit close to home for me. Oh, you know, I had forgotten that I used to draw some when I was like a little kid. And I yeah. just um, had let that sort of disappear out of my life. Yeah. But um, yeah. I decided to make them stick figures mm-hmm. just because I was, I think I was concentrating more on the content of yeah. the uh, <laughs> of the newsletter mm-hmm. than the than drawing something. But uh, it allowed me to realize that uh, those stick figures look pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> I think they look great. I mean, you can clearly tell that this stick figure is giving the other stick figure the middle finger, which I mean, that just, I mean, it comes across. There's, you know, there is a little bit of the way that the stick figure is leaning and uh, with the the eyebrows that he's clearly upset, clearly upset with the other stick figure. I mean, it comes across. It reads well. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I I felt like maybe using that uh that whole giving the middle finger was a little up overboard, but then the point I was yeah. trying to make just uh, lent itself well to giving the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is a family bowling alley, you know, it's, you know, meant for families to come by and, you know, children, but I think, I mean, I think you're right. As long as the message is a family oriented message, then that's fine. Yes, I'm glad you said that because again, I did yeah. I did have a little uh, worry session where I wasn't sure I was going to include oh. include that cartoon or not, or maybe I was yeah. just going to have them put their finger down. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know what I've been seeing as I've been you know going out there in in the lanes and just you know as I'm kind of cleaning up everything and whatnot is I mean yes. They're, the the children out there do seem to be uh, aggressively flicking each other off, um, <laughs> you know, more than I have previously noticed. But it 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 but the way they do it, it feels constructive. Yeah, 
so often when you're uh, when you're a child, you don't get to express yourself as much as mm-hmm. you would like to, and that whole uh, freedom that you get from yeah. being quote quote allowed to do that. Yeah. I mean, they're you know they're in school all day where they often don't get to express themselves as much as mm-hmm. they would like to. Uh, mm-hmm. So when they go to the bowling alley, then they just yeah. are letting it all out. <laughs> you know, I really think most teachers in school would appreciate some of the feedback if their students were allowed to just flick them off, you know, whenever the students just felt uh, felt that was just kind of a necessary thing to communicate. Oh, I think that would be just so fun. I think back to some of my school days because I was the a class clown for a couple of years in a row oh. and got to a point where there were, I mean, the teachers that I know and remember and love are the teachers mm-hmm. that would actually laugh at my jokes. Oh, there yeah. were other teachers that would immediately go say, Hey, go down to the principal's office. Sandy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I really do feel like those. Yeah. Those teachers, they're setting, they could really use just a finger to the face, I think, to kind of set them straight because it's like, hey, buddy, some of us aren't, you know, all uptight like you, huh? Yes. Well, I had the the real joy of having a principal mm. that was just a, just a love. He came into the school and really kind of turned the whole school around and start, started going down and really... Uh, not a very good path. And hmm. so because I was getting good grades, uh, he uh, would be, you know, when I got sent down there, he'd be like, okay, just sit down, act like I'm yelling at you. And then we would just talk. <laughs> oh, hey, that's, that's like a really great, great way to go about it. Now, I want you to know right, right now, Sandy, the reason I came in here into your office, I'm not, we're, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying that you did a great job in the newsletter. I'm not, you know, I'm not yelling at you, you know, in secret or otherwise. I'm just, I'm giving you props. Oh, I know. I, I never, um, I never doubted that. I mean, mm. I feel like um, everything we've been talking about has been a bit of a, um, a compliment. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm feeling like you actually read the newsletter Mm-hmm. and possibly, probably enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, you know, absolutely. And in fact, I was talking to Harry, you know, and he was saying that, you know, it's it, it, what we're going to do is we're going to move just an entire printing press in here into your office um, so that, you know, we can we start, you know, really, uh, you know, getting that newsletter out there and printing some more copies up and you'll have, you know, access to it right there. Oh my God, Steve! I'm sitting here with my with my mouth open. I mean, yeah. I need to like close it because I'm just I'm thrilled. Yeah, it's no, like it, it is. was a long yeah. time dream, and I mm-hmm. just uh, yeah. Now I do have to warn thrilled. you that kind of the. The printing press is going to take up the majority of the space here in your office. It is it is going to be one of it's going to be like a Gutenberg original printing press, you know, from like the what 
15, 15, 1600s. And uh, I mean, it's going to be loud, it's going to be noisy, and it's going to fill this entire office with a lot of steam. Oh, hmm. Well, I have always enjoyed the sauna. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to looking at, of looking at it. I mean, it's, it, it may melt. I mean, you know what? They didn't put, you know, kind of, uh, you know, warnings on machines back in the 15, 1600s. So it might, there might be a hazard of melting your flesh off, but hey, we're going to, we're just going to find out and see. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I'm a tough old bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If 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 the printing press is ever giving you any trouble, you can just give it the old finger. <laughs> I probably will wind up doing that. I, 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 hey. That's going to be my guess because it's not going to get the better of me. No. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean, you know, who who can really expect, you know, you can't really expect a perfect relationship from any roommate, whether it be a humanoid or a large mechanical machine from from several centuries ago. I mean, they all take up too much space, don't they? Yeah. We're roommates? Yeah, roommates, they infringe on your mm-hmm. on your privacy and That's right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah. I've definitely given some of my roommates the finger. Yeah, for sure. I've had a few roommates I sure would like to knock down with a bowling ball. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few roommates that I wouldn't mind having their skin stripped off. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now that would be a gruesome stick figure drawing to include. Now, Sandy, um. <laughs> the uh, we have we have been coming on some hard times though. Uh, I, I guess for some reason fewer families have been bowling. I guess overall, that's what the books say. But so we will have to be. Uh, you will, in addition to the printing press, uh, we're we're going to be uh, subleasing part of your office here. Uh, for yeah, you're going to be getting a roommate uh, probably pretty soon. Oh, so you're you're saying that my office is going to be mostly taken up by the Gutenberg Press. The yeah. other little part of my space that's left is going to be shared with a roommate. Yeah. And that's going to leave me a lot of time mm-hmm. to yeah. make the newsletter good enough where mm-hmm. I make enough money distributing it. Yeah. To get the heck down the road. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, we want this uh, this this bowling alley newsletter gig to be absolutely be a springboard. I mean, I mean, your your writing and, and so forth is good enough that I mean, you'll probably be ending up at the, you know, at the New York Times or, you know, pretty, 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 pretty soon here anyway. Oh, see. You are in my corner. I mean, I had a dream last night. I had a dream of this big, beautiful, spacious office on the seventh floor of the New York Times building. Mm -hmm. And it had the view. Oh, the view was stunning looking out to the east. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was all mine, see? Every inch of it. Yeah. 
that's a that's a beautiful dream and i i really think you're i really think that you're you're heading towards that now um i was talking to you know like um a realtor about uh, you know you know subleasing out part of your office and what their one of their suggestions was to tear down that panoramic poster you have up of of the new york city skyline so i'm going to have to part of the reason why i'm here is to kind of take that down so so you can't that that poster is uh, i'm just going to be taking it down here you're going to take it down and i i'll ro i'll roll it up yeah it will go, it will go home with me because i can't oh no no i can't no i i can't you cannot take my poster away from me, Steve. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to. Certainly, that's not. I mean, I, I think it's it's a very inspiring poster, and you know, anything that kind of you know motivates you to a, achieve the the your, your dream should should stay up. But I mean, I mean, you know, we got to be renting out the uh, the office here because that that roommates we gotta gotta make it real enticing for the new roommate. Yeah, I I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm getting a little more of a cramped kind of a feeling. Oh, I'm, I'm putting a few little I'm cramping my words down here a little bit oh. more of how I'm yeah. answering you. Mm -hmm. I well, I you know I don't want I don't want you know any of these changes to affect. You know the way that you're justifying the, the 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 paragraphs in the newsletter, or the way that the font is, or the kerning. Kerning is the space between letters. And uh, but I don't want you to be, be you know I don't want that to be affected by by any of these changes. Well, let's see. I mean, I do love the font I'm using. Yeah. But I'm beginning to envision. A little bit smaller, tighter, oh. cramped, more cramped font. But I, yeah. I give my readers enough credit to realize mm. that whatever font I might use, they're still going to be able to read it, comprehend it, yeah. and enjoy what I put out there. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely enjoy it. And hey, hey, the 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 Gutenberg printing press. I mean, it does have you know several fonts to to definitely to choose from. So you have like the different sizes. Definitely all all that stuff's up to you. I do have to just. I did want to mention this though. Each every single letter has to be typeset in a painstaking way to make each single page of the newsletter. You know, it wasn't very efficient when they first invented it. So that kind of process of of making each page is going to take a lot longer than the word processor that you're used to. Well, I like that. I mean, I yeah. like details. I'm very detail-oriented, and I feel mm. like you're giving me a direct challenge here to mm. walk up one side of the mountain and slide down the other side of yeah. the newsletter. Yeah. I definitely think kind of putting painstakingly assembling you know little letter tiles on onto the the printing press board is is you could almost make it into like a, a meditative act and hey you might even get some new kind of metaphors out of it the way you have that kind of bowling as a as a releasing stress sort of metaphor wow 
I think maybe you're going to be getting a column in my newsletter huh. yourself because I'm well. liking the way your the way your brain thinks. Oh, hey, thanks. You know, hey, I, I I'm looking forward to to being a celebrity because that yeah that's that's what happens and everyone you put in your newsletter. The, the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, hey, I, I, I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't want to um, share the wealth with too many people, but I yeah. would love to share some of my wealth and experiences mm-hmm. with some a fan such as yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the nature of fame, right? If everyone had fame, then no one would be famous. It's like, you know, Johannes Gutenberg, he's the only press maker guy that we care about because who cares about all the other people who revived that process and made it the printing press smaller and all that other stuff? Who cares about them? That's right. Grandpa Johan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grandpa... <laughs> Johannes Gutenberg really is a a grandfather to us all because in a lot of ways, all of us are nurtured by the fruits of his design. For example, we're all nurtured by your newsletter and then by extension by Johannes Gutenberg. Wow. I mean, I can't wait to see what kind of column you're going to write because you just have this innate ability to just... Take everything and succinctly put it into a very relatable paragraph. Oh, oh my goodness! I didn't know you were you were you were saying that I was going to be writing the column. Yes, Steve, I'm going to uh, enjoy reading what you come up with. Oh boy! For tomorrow's newsletter. Ooh. Oh, tomorrow. Oh my goodness, the, the, the deadline's really coming up on me right now. Well, I mean, you know, I just sort of threw that um, yeah. caveat, 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 oh boy, I'm stumbling over that word, out. But I also know, I know you well enough to know that you work really well with deadlines. Yeah, well... Certainly, the deadline I have to get the bowling alley clean before it opens every morning is, I guess I work well with that, but, and I do have all that time to be thinking about what to write as I'm cleaning, but let me see here. Hmm, I, 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 I think I feel like writing like an expose about how people who come to bowl tend to leave all of their garbage out for me to clean. Oh, brilliant. And then just tying in the fact that those are the people that make uh, help you continue to keep your job. Oh, uh, oh, hmm. Yeah, I get. I whoa. I didn't even think about that. If the people in the bowling alley were tidy, then I wouldn't have a job. Ding ding. Hmm. 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 But if, but if, but you know what, if they were 50% tidier, then I would be able to clean it 50% faster. And then half of the night I would have to myself. So let's see. I think that, um, that's really a really, that's a really a good, 
a good uh, idea to take off on in, in your first mm. column. Yeah. And because a lot of the people that come to Bull are the ones reading this newsletter. And mm. I've always believed that if you give the masses an idea, mm. they often just glom onto it. Yeah. Well, cer well, certainly, Sandy, that comes ac across in your newsletter that, you know, I mean, the way that you wrote it had this intention that, you know, people would would act on the on the power and integrity of the message you're conveying. Yes, I am an optimist. I do. Yeah. I do believe that uh, people are inherently good and not not uh, inherently messy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think people really get that message when they uh, read your newsletter. Now, I did want to mention to you, though, um, you know, as I was as I was cleaning up, you know, the previous night here, um, I while they did look very dog eared and very much red, people were not uh, particularly good about disposing of, of your newsletter properly after they had read it. Oh, you're saying that they balled it up and uh, just kind of scrunched it together and then just yeah. threw it on the floor for you to, to for you to pick up and put in the uh, in the mm -hmm. trash. Yeah, I mean, some people, you know, they 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 wrote. Some of them were writing their bowling scores and the margins and and so forth, or playing tic tac toe. So it's like the newsletter, you know, they couldn't be used again, or you know, they they were ripping them and 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 uh, uh, you know, rolling cigarettes out of them and then leaving the cigarettes butts and things. And yeah, it was just it was kind of a bit of a mess what they were doing with all of the newsletters. Well. I'm going to take that still optimistically and say that I am a big recycler. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, if they were using it to make a cigarette, oh, particularly if they were using it to write their bowling scores on, I mean, that's quite a feather yeah. in my cap. I mean, but why would yeah, they be doing that? They have those weird clear TV things where you can write your score on and then it projects them, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, what? I, I mean, we have that service already. That's just what I'm saying. Well, there's still a very lovely idea behind putting your jotting down figures so that you can just yeah. have them right there in front of you. Yeah. Everything, everything is just so automated, you know, I mean, I think that's, you know, people lose touch with things. I think that's that's part of the reason we're kind of going with this old timey uh, uh, printing press. I know, and I just I, I'm just sitting here reflecting back on the idea of, of Grandpa Johan mm. and just uh, realizing just how much you can learn from your elders. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I really enjoy the old things. I um, I really do. I like the idea of of that humongous printer, of that whole mm -hmm. idea that I have to be hands on with just making everything exactly right for this newsletter. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna love writing the newsletter. Yeah, even more than I have been. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, people writing a b 
everyone everywhere who's writing their blog is going to be envious, envious of you and your printing press. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's true. I mean, these bloggers, they just, everything's fast. Everything is yeah. gamey. Mm-hmm. Everything is... Uh, Aggressive, even. And, oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> but, yeah, I yeah. think I'm going to give these bloggers a run for their money. People mm-hmm. will just get to a point where they're going to be taking those newsletters home yeah. and really rereading them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way, kind of. The way that people are writing their scores in the margin or playing tic-tac-toe, I mean, that's really that's really bringing people together, you know, because they see the newsletter and they're like, hey, hey, the, maybe our bowling game that we just played is over, but why do the good times have to end? We can keep this going by playing a little bit of tic-tac-toe. Oh, see, you're a you're an optimist too, which is why I'm really glad that I invited you to to write a column. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The I I will have to mention in the column that uh, you know the newsletter uh, kind of um, you know litter that kind of spread throughout the bowling alley that was a fifty percent increase on the amount of cleaning I had to do. So I did miss miss my. Uh, my cleaning deadline the other day because I, I I did have a whole lot more cleaning to do and so that's why I missed the deadline that day. For, oh, you're going to write about that in the column? Well, I think it should be addressed, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, there needs to be a, a little bit of accountability here from the masses. Yes, I think that that is true. I think the masses, if they... The masses that are reading these newsletters, if they read a column like that, I think that that's going to um, shake something up in them. They're going to realize that people shouldn't have to work harder to deal with things that other people are leaving behind or making their yeah. job harder. Yeah. Just because you, you, yeah, I mean, you've created this beautiful newsletter that has enriched and fulfilled people's lives, but they need to recognize that they themselves still have some responsibility. It's all about having responsibility, isn't it, Steve? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, by the way, by the way, I was respons- I was made responsible earlier from delivering for delivering this letter to you. It's look, it's from the New York Times. They they sent you a letter. Oh. Okay. Okay. Opening it. Yeah. Steve. Oh. Guess what? Yeah. What? Oh. What? What? What happened? I've been offered a job. What? And they're sending me a picture of the office that was in my dreams, oh. and there is oh. a wall in this office for oh. that poster. That beautiful skyline of New York. Oh yeah, it's gonna look just perfect. You know you're gonna be able to. And right next to that wall is also a window, and of course we can see from this picture that the actual New York skyline is right gonna be right next to the the place where you can hang the the poster. 
I know. I'm going to request when I get there that I'm going to tell them about you and oh. what kind of dedication you have oh, really? to cleaning, cleaning up people's messes. <laughs> do, do do you think that the New York Times offices have some bowling alleys that I could be that I could be cleaning? Well, I think that possibly. I mean, I know they take good care of their employees, and they they um, create a space where their employees mm. can grow oh. and be enriched, and mm-hmm. even uh, get exercise. Yeah, I wouldn't and- doubt it. Yeah. And from what I understand, they tend to put their uh, their printing presses on a different level from from where all of the uh, you know news writers and, and writers and stuff kind of work all day. I know they're just uh, they're just one of those organizations that really cares <laughs> about the health of their employees. Yeah, and the subscription is uh, affordable. It's like what three or four dollars. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to hurry up and uh, and subscribe to them because I, I let my subscription lapse. Oh, well, it's a good thing that they don't, you know, include that as part of their, you know, requirements for hiring you. Uh, well, I um, I kind of fudged on the on the application. I told them that I've oh. not been without without their uh, their paper for the last 35 years. I mean, I've oh never my not been subscribed to the New York Times. Oh, that's a longer lapse than I thought. But well, well, you know what? When those pins of life come at you, I think you you can you, you'll be able to find the right ball to to knock them down. I kind of think of myself as a swinger, a pin hmm. swinger. Yeah, definitely. That's that's how you seem to to take care of those pins. Take it, <laughs> taking those swings, a left hook, right hook, a jab, and an uppercut, just knocking them down any ones you come by. I'm just going for as many strikes. As I can possibly fit into the rest mm. of my life. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we all want to be doing. Yeah. Getting a getting that a three hundred in life. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> I was immediately like after I mentioned the bowling alley, I was like, oh, she just she just did a whole bowling alley thing. And then I'm just making that the location. I was like, well, we'll see how it goes. Well, the, the beauty of that was that you uh, said that, you did, that you'd not seen any bowling alley scenes online. Oh, yeah. So now we'll go down in the annals of uh Bowling history on on improv improv um, online. Yes. Yes. I yes. I I don't know about you, but I had great bowling alley space work that entire time. Oh, I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wasn't doing anything. Uh, <laughs> 
So let's see. Um, oh, that was really oh, what's fun. Up? Yeah, I had fun. It was great. Um, let's see. Some of the other things that uh, I asked, kind of finish up here is, so do you have any other kind of like, uh, I know you mentioned a couple of things that you're involved in, but there's any art stuff that you want to talk about or that you're doing or that you have a link or whatever that you want to share for people? <clears throat> um, hmm. I'm the only other thing that I am getting involved in pretty quickly is called the Extreme uh, World Championship. And that's going to be a bunch of different teams competing against each other with short form games. Um, and then they, the audience judges and takes out everybody except one, one person on that team. And then, you know, down the line, the one person from each team competes against each other. And it's really fun. I, um, got involved with it last year, which, which was the first time they had it, as far as online anyway. But uh, I also uh, found out from David, who is the person who organized the whole thing, that there were going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, some performances also. So I was able to uh, book my troupe to perform. So oh. that was really, yeah. Cool. And the, the Kind of the loveliness of that is because we have performed a lot in the last three months, and usually the sets range from anywhere. Um, we've been as low as like 15 minutes up to mostly 25 minutes. But with this particular uh, performance, he's actually giving us 45 minutes. And so we're going to come up with a whole different format. Oh, wow. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Are you going to do, what are you going to do, some kind of sh short form stuff? Or are you going to do, what do you think? What are you no, thinking? we are actually a troupe that, um, it, we're called Get a Room, and we uh, flash up a picture that none of us have seen. Well, probably, especially, except the person, the one woman that's putting the picture up, that's pre-seen, and then we each, uh, or the first person up, picks out an object from the room and portrays the object. And then that person gives the next woman an object to play. And we're particularly interested in addressing some of the isms that uh -huh. are so kind of tearing the world apart at this point. And with us, especially, we do a lot of addressing women's issues of the ageism and um, the sexism of so we take those objects and we make them kind of come to life through mm -hmm. talking about some of those ideas. That's cool. Yeah. I like, I, yeah, I like the idea of kind of, yeah, looking at those things through like, for, first of all, through improv, but it, that also sounds like an interesting challenge to be, I mean, to be doing that through objects too. Yeah, it, 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 excuse me. It is fun because they take on their own personality. They can they can be lonely. They can be dusty. They can be uh, they can fall in love with each other. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's been really fun. And the more the better we get at it, the more we're able to really bring those ideas in and try to um, shine some light on them. Yeah. That's cool. You should, if 
if one of them happens to be a lamp, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was I was actually a, a Victorian. Um, a, I'm sorry. I was actually a couple performances ago. I was a stained glass window, and that was really fun. Uh, ah. Just talking about all the colors that can illuminate you and how you uh, help bring light in. And then one of the other objects came on and was kind of lamenting being a dust that I actually uh, was making her a dusty, her, her as that object uh, kind of uh, radiating on her dust and it was making her feel a little sad and used <laughs> and abused. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's really cool. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been things, fun. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Uh, very cool. All right, and then so uh, let's see. The last thing I do here um is what's called the storm off sign off, and what <laughs> I do is that I thank you for for being on here. Um, and, you know, and, and, you know, be pretty sincere about all that. Um, but then, uh, like after I'm done doing that, uh, you get mad at me and, and just be kind of pissed off and, and angry with me. And, and, and then you get mad and sign off and, uh, and you have the last word and you kind of just, you know, you just close the browser. Um, so I like, yeah, Sandy, I definitely want to, yeah. Thank you for coming on here. You absolutely bring like a, a unique perspective to kind of, uh, well, well, during in the improv scenes, I think, but also um, just with, with with who you are, and I think that's that's really cool. And I think it's like really awesome that you're, you know, you, that you you're like super involved with like all the improv stuff that you do, and like the way that you you know uh, you like do a different bunch of different variety of all that kind of stuff, and um, kind of just kind of the things that you're saying to me that you do kind of makes me think that there's like all kinds of different ways of doing improv. So, um, yeah, I just really appreciate that about, you know, I really want to thank you for, you know, spending the time with me today and, and doing a scene. Well, you are very welcome, Steve, but I mean, I just feel like I didn't get enough time to talk. It was like you over talked me and I felt like a little bit used and abused. And I just feel like sometimes you know, if you're going to have a if you're going to have a guest on, you should give them more ample opportunity to get their viewpoint out. So, do you understand that? I mean, I, and I don't want you to say anything. I just want you to mm. listen and be chastised, <laughs> and I mean that with all my heart. <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you.